Let's go. He is comedy royalty, co-founder and star of comedy troupe Monty Python, Monty Python's Flying Circus, Faulty Towers, film star. I, I, I could go on and on, but I shan't because judging from the name of the show he stars in at DPAC on October 29th, an evening with the late John Cleese, he is apparently now passed on. So I guess from beyond the grave, I welcome John Cleese. Well, it's very nice of you, but actually I am still here because um, although I died about, I think it's about seven weeks ago, <laughs> it was in the papers at the time, um, I, I managed to rise again on the third day. <laughs> it's an old Christian trick which my grandmother uh, taught me. It, is so that right? at least as long as I get to rally. Or is it rally? Well, it, you can you can say it either way, sir. Anyone who has followed your career should not be surprised. There's virtually no hallowed or sacred ground, though, for your humor. Even death. You find humor everywhere. I try to. I think that humor and laughing is very good for human beings. When I started, I thought of myself as kind of an entertainer. And from what I've learned in the last few years, I think of myself more as a therapist. You would be surprised, Len, at how many people have said to me, thank you for helping me through difficult periods of my life. I never expected to hear that, but I hear it so often, I know it must be true. And how long, sir, have you not been dead? What is it, 83 years now? Yes, I died when I was uh, 83, um, <laughs> but I've decided not to uh, not to discount the period uh, while I was uh, dead. So I'm going to be celebrating my 84th birthday, and I'm rather thrilled by this because I'll be celebrating it in Akron, Ohio, which I'm told is the is the Paris of um, uh, Ohio, so I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> An evening with John Cleese, the late John Cleese, scheduled for DPAC October 29th. Let's get the tickets in now. Tickets at dpacnc.com or ticketmaster.com. And your tour begins sometime, I think, mid-October. Tell us about what we can expect. Well, uh, I've, I've been doing these for a long time now, and I work with a guy who's really sort of a theatre director. He does everything. He cues the photographs, he cues the film crits, he takes care of the sound and the lighting, and he helps me with the script. And we have, we've done 300 shows together, and I have about four hours worth of material. So one of the things we do about two weeks before the show is to sit down and say, what's the material that's going to work best in this part of the country? And uh, if we're in the Midwest, for example, we're fairly, even fairly careful to avoid too much irony, that kind of thing. I see. One of your past tours was um, called the Alimony Tour. Do you have any uh, debts or plans for this one, or is this one just for fun? This one is still as a result of having to pay that lady $20 million. You see, um, I've always earned English money, not American money, if you're lucky enough to be in one of those great American comedy shows like uh, Cheers, uh, which I absolutely adore. Um, then you make a fortune, but you don't in England. People are always amused that the first payment I ever got for Monty Python was £240. I used to get £240 an episode, which meant if I did 13 shows, which is a quarter of a year, I used to earn just over £3,000. You see, you don't get terribly rich on those rates. <laughs> <laughs> 
Could I could I ask you a couple of questions about past shows, if you don't mind? I I love Faulty Towers. No. It, it only what twelve episodes uh, ranked as one of the greatest comedies of all time. But I hear there's a reboot coming with your daughter Camilla. Is that true? Yes, it is true, but it's a long way away. The, the, the publicity was put out rather earlier than was necessary, and everyone asks about it. All I can say is that we have an outline for the first episode. That's as far as Camilla and I have got so far. And I think it's a very funny outline. And um, when I'm on tour, she'll be performing with me. She opens for me. We'll be adding a, a little bit of flesh to the skeleton. But it's going to be a long time before we do that because I've got some other projects. I've been working last three weeks on a musical of A Fish Called Wanda, which I wrote many years ago. And uh, the second half next year, I'll be in London directing uh, the Life of Brian stage show. I've adapted that. Uh, just as a stage, so not a musical. Wonders a musical, but the life of Brian isn't. So I don't think anything's got time to happen until after that. So we're some way away from it. But that's good, because one of the main mistakes of this business is that things are done in a hurry. And they're never as good if they're done in a hurry as if they're done with care. Mm. So true. Your Monty Python troupe lost its second member a couple of years ago, Terry Jones. It leaves you, Eric Idle, Michael Palin, Terry Gilliam. Do you have occasion to run into them anytime? Um, not a great deal. Eric uh, lives in L.A., so uh, he's well away from the, the, most of us because I'm based in London. And uh, Gilliam, uh, I haven't seen for a long time. I asked him if he'd do the uh, stage uh, design for Life of Brian, and he said he would, and then I haven't been able to speak to him since. Uh, Palin, I'm very close to. I saw Michael about uh, two months ago, just before I left England, and we had a dinner together. We always laugh a great deal, mm. and uh, I'm extremely fond of him, but the other two are completely mad, so uh, <laughs> I'm not missing much. Uh, can I ask you one more question, sir, because I am a lifelong fan, and I grew up with Flying Circus. I read your oh. Autobiography. So anyway, that's the name of the autobiography. And I, I learned about the way you guys wrote, you and Graham together, Terry Jones and Michael Palin. My favorite sketches, though, of that period seem to always star you and Michael Palin. The Argument Clinic, Cheese Shop, Dead Parrot, Fish License. Was there just a chemistry between you and Michael that worked? Uh, yes, it was like uh, we were, you know, when you have a good game of tennis against a friend and you're equally matched, and somehow that's the best game. And I always felt that with Michael. I always felt that he and I were the best actors. Uh, actually, it's not entirely true, because um, uh, Graham Chapman was a wonderful mm -hmm. straight actor, but mm -hmm. of course he had problems with alcohol, and that is something of a handicap, to put it mildly. So when I got to perform with Michael, I think... We had great trust in each other, and that also means you take a few risks on the timing because you know that the other person is not going to be thrown. An evening with the late John Cleese, Sunday evening, October 29th. Tickets at dpacknc.com or ticketmaster.com. And it also says, sir, here in lieu of flowers, the comedian wishes for you to please buy the premium meet and greet tickets. <laughs> Well, that's something I'm sure that Ticketmaster knows all about. Thank you, and have a great day, Mr. Cleese.
Well, I don't know. You see, I always feel that puts such a pressure on me when you tell me that. Is it all right for me to have an okay day, or do I have a sense of failure? Dragging my tail between my legs. There you go. 